It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, a licensed nutritionist and a certified nutrition specialist. Today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and therapeutic nutrition counseling. Sometimes on Dishing Up Nutrition, we talk about cholesterol and heart disease. Sometimes we talk about acid reflux and alternative colitis. But today, it's all about hair. Mm. (laughs) What causes hair thinning and hair loss? The condition of your hair is very important to most people. Yes, (laughs) I would say so. Definitely. And hair thinning is very stressful. So we decided we would dig into the research, look at our clinical experience, and we believe we have many answers for you if you have hair thinning. And I'm pleased to welcome our new bride to the show. This is Katie Harla, (laughs) who is a licensed and registered dietitian. And she has a new name, and I hope I've got it, Katie Vigasa. Very good. Oh, gosh, it looks gosh. a little trickier than it actually is, just Vigasa. Yeah, and then we got it. <laughs> so Thomas and good. Katie, they were married May 31st mm-hmm. in Laverne, North Dakota. Yes. It is grandmother's bed and breakfast, and I bet you had breakfast. But no bread, unless it was gluten-free. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, his grandma um, is such a treat. She is, she's just such a gem. She actually made us and all the bed and breakfast guests um, for the wedding. She gave us farm fresh eggs. So she has her own chickens in the backyard and um, made us some fresh berries and cream. And just the the whole day was a treat. But even her like little touches of the, the eating were just such a treat as well. That's so great. I bet she was proud of her eggs. Oh, she was so <laughs> proud. I mean, she for a while, Thomas was actually there beforehand, kind of cutting the hedges and cleaning up. And she's like, Make sure you don't eat all the farm fresh eggs. <laughs> you know? Oh, it was so good. It, but it's it really is. It's good to be back. Okay. So the wedding's over, the mm-hmm. honeymoon's over, and now it's back to teaching. Back to seeing clients. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh it really is good to be back. Um, you know, it's it's good to have a little time off, but it's really good be- to get back into what you're passionate about, right? It is. That's right. So today, you know, Dar kind of mentioned we're gonna be talking about hair loss. Um but, you know, kind of first, I wanted to share a study um, that was published by the National Institute of Health. And that's a pretty important place. That's, yeah, yes. I would say, <laughs> about how women can actually reduce their breast cancer risk by avoiding certain everyday chemicals that we would be exposed to. So what are a couple of those chemicals? Yeah, so this the study actually listed 10 different ones if you want to look into it. But, you know, today let's just share a couple of them. Um, so... This may surprise some people. Charred foods. So oh. it's grilling season. Mm-hmm. Right. So certain charred foods can actually have chemicals in them. Um, burning food or heating cooking oils to their smoke point um, can actually create cancer-causing chemicals and can put these cancer-causing chemicals into the air uh, and into our food. So really what we would recommend then is cook at a lower temperature really where you're not kind of burning and charring your food sauteing just like a light saute even for veggies Mm -hmm. is perfect so you know it's interesting i know that kristen's been working on a newsletter Mm -hmm. that's going to come out next week or whenever it is yeah (laughs) beyond me when i these things but anyway it was on grilling Mm -hmm. 
And one of the things that she said, rather than having this charred food, it's to kind of move the coals or the the heat to mm-hmm. one side mm-hmm. and then cook so that it isn't directly over that flame, whether it's a gas grill or, or charcoal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good point that's for helpful. people. It's just something, you know, I, so, that's something I don't think most people would recognize no, or realize. Right. That's so, right. But very important. Very important. Um, you know, a second cancer-causing chemical that was kind of listed in this study um, would be coming from styrofoam cups and takeout containers. So, you know, we again recommend don't drink coffee, especially hot beverages um, or hot food out of styrofoam cups. Uh, and actually recently, styrofoam takeout containers were banned in kind of the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Mm-hmm. I think they have to be out of use, you know, in the f- next few months coming sure, up. Sure, mm-hmm. That's good. That is good. So, you know, in future shows, we're going to share all 10 cancer-causing chemicals and how to avoid them. But now back to hair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Before we start, I have another co-host to introduce, and it's Joanne Rideout. Joanne is also a licensed and registered dietitian. And has had 25 years of experience doing therapeutic nutrition counseling. Mm, she has lots, lots of, of answers <laughs> and certainly has had a lot of clients with hair thinning. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all have, haven't mm-hmm. we? Yes. We have. That's a common topic. So last week I had a client who was so stressed out, she was afraid to wash her hair. Mm-hmm. After showering, so much of her hair was in the shower drain. She was actually avoiding social events because she was so embarrassed by her hair loss. Yeah. We get those emails, don't we? Like, oh, "Oh, my goodness, you know, what's going on with my hair? I don't want to shower. I don't want to brush my hair. Mm -hmm. Um, It is. It's it's hard to go out into public situations when you feel like your hair is thinning. Or when your hairstylist will say that, like, oh, wow, you've lost a lot of hair. Right. Oh, boy, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, so. So when we work with clients, we always look at the cause. You know, I might work with six different clients, all with ulcerative colitis, mm-hmm. and the cause is different yes. for each person. Yes. Right. So, Joanne, well, how did you approach this hair loss problem? Well, as you always tell us, ask more questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yes. Always, dig, always. Dig, dig. <laughs> more questions. So, mm-hmm. when I asked her about how many meals you eat, I was surprised to find that she prides herself in eating only once wow. a day. Really? That is. Which is. Yeah. That always amazes me. I don't think I could ever do that. Mm. She was literally starving herself. So why, you might ask? You guessed it, to lose weight. To lose weight. Oh, yes. The problem is she wasn't losing weight as fast as she was losing her hair. (laughs) So when you kind of figured that out, Joanne, when you figured out, wow, you just really aren't eating enough, what did you start to recommend for her? Well, I knew she should be eating five times a day at least, Mm -hmm. but... um, you got to be realistic. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Go from eating once a day to five times a day. We kind of yeah. meet them where they're at, right? So I said, let's start by eating three meals per day with meat or eggs for protein, some vegetables for carbs, and some healthy fats: avocado, olive oil, butter, coconut oil, nuts. And I bet you know what? I bet people, listeners, are saying, "I've heard that message before." I've heard that. <laughs> that before. sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And I'm sure if you told her, like, this will help your hair right. um, and, and your metabolism, she was pretty on board. Absolutely. Definitely. You know, so if you do want kind of great thick hair, you feel like I need to regrow my hair, my hair is falling out, you really do need to eat animal protein several times a day. Um, you know, as women in the past, we've really been told, this is the message we get is, you know, cut your calories. Yes, we do. You mm-hmm. know, and at, in the, the same breath, we're also told, 
or we almost pick up like limit your protein because you know sometimes proteins have some fats in them right, right? like eggs <laughs> right. and some meat so we end up cutting the protein too too much um but really that's you know it's wrong advice for weight loss and it's really going to start to affect our hair and we're not going to have as healthy of hair you know i've shared that before when i was a vegetarian for several years uh, my hair didn't grow right. it just it literally stopped growing because right. i didn't have excess protein um coming into my diet to also help produce hair on my head so hair growth really ended up stopping um or slowing so you know very often with clients if They've been eating the weight and wellness way, kind of like we talk about a good protein, mm-hmm. a good fat, a good carb for three months. They come back for an appointment and are so happy because, well, you know, their hair growth and texture has started to return to normal. Now, right. Kenny, that really sounds simple. It does. It does. So, you know, all we have to do is eat animal protein and your hair and nails, both hair and nails get yes. stronger. So do your muscles. Which in- and that increases your metabolism. metabolism. That's a really interesting point. I don't, you know, I'll, I'll say that sometimes to, to the nutrition for weight loss class is that your muscle mass is really kind of part of your your metabolic furnace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so important that we're that getting so enough important. protein. Yeah. And since I've been teaching the menopause class, I've had several women in perimenopause or menopause that are experiencing some hair loss. We certainly hear mm-hmm. that a we lot. We see that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm often asked, is this common and what can I do about that? In fact, it is. 15% of women in perimenopause experience hair loss and almost 40%. Now, that's wow, amazing. That's a, of postmenopausal that's women amazing. have hormonal associated hair loss to some degree. So we have to ask, what is going on biochemically mm-hmm. and hormonally? And better yet, how can you use nutrition to reverse hair loss? So that is a good question. So that it uh, it's going to be time for us to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to say, you know, what's going on biochemically and hormonally and how can we use good nutrition to reverse our hair loss? So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, so you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Our topic today is hair loss or, you know, hair thinning. Uh, an interesting piece of information. We have an average of about 100,000 hairs on our head. I wonder who's counted. Wow. I know. Who's counted <laughs> those? <amazing>. Yes. <laughs> Each hair follicle produces just one single hair that grows about a half an inch per month. Uh, you know, this single hair grows for about two to six years, and then it takes a rest and it falls out. A new hair replaces the old one, and, and then the cycle kind of begins again. At any given time, about 85% of our hair is growing, and 15% is resting. I bet sometimes everyone wishes 100% was growing, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Most people uh, shed about 50 to 100 strands each day. Unless there is a hair loss or thinning problem, then they're going to notice much mm-hmm. more hair loss. They're going to notice the, the clumps and the, the drains, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have a hair thinning question or hair loss question, um, give us a call in the studio, uh, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Here's a little weight loss math. On any given day, 100 million of us are on a diet, and we spend $20 billion a year on books, plans, bills, and surgeries. So how come for so many people, the number on the scale is so upsetting? It's like cholesterol and blood pressure numbers, higher than it should be. Are you looking for a new way to change those numbers? Then let me tell you about the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Now think about it for a minute. The approach is called nutrition for weight loss, not feeling too hungry to sleep for weight loss or eating icky bars for weight loss. 
Nutrition for Weight Loss teaches you how to eat real food to leave you satisfied and in balance. How to use nutrition to naturally bump up your metabolism. It's based on sound science, not celebrities who make millions pitching products. Are you ready to see how it adds up for you? Then dial the number at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. It's 651-699-3438 or go online at weightandwellness.com to sign up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. So wake me up Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Sometimes we lose hair after a pregnancy or a major surgery or after a stressful period in our life. I remember when that happened to me. After a pregnancy, I, you know, I had the baby. I had a C-section. That was my first. And um, often this happens three to six, three, six weeks to three months mm-hmm. after a stressful event. So I do remember it happening a few months after I had... My son and my hair was, and I have thick hair. It was really, I noticed it when my, you know, after a shower or after a bath, mm-hmm. that there was just a lot of excess hair there. Okay. But it all grew back once I kept, I kept eating well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hormones balanced. Sure. Hormones balanced. It all came back. So, you know, hair loss can also be a side effect of certain Okay, there. There Does we that go. Sound I was going to say, that sounds somehow, good. somehow I didn't have my mic on. <laughs> Can't hear you. So hair loss can also be a side effect of certain medications such as antidepressants, beta blockers for high blood pressure, and anti-inflammatory drugs. Yeah, and if it's due to surgery or a pregnancy, all you need to do is eat the weight and wellness way, and usually your hair will start to grow back mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. But if it's from a medication, yes, you may need to switch to a different medication. Or our advice is, if possible, use to new use nutrition to control or even eliminate the symptoms. Yes, and then maybe you won't need the medication. Right, right. And to help restore your <laughs> natural hair growth, we recommend eating twelve to fourteen ounces of quality animal protein. Eliminate processed carbs. Eat only the beneficial good fats such as butter, olive oil, coconut oil, nuts and olives, and no margarine or vegetable oils. And that's a message we keep mm-hmm. talking over and I've over. Heard that before? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, think about fat. I mean, it it creates nice shine and nice texture to your hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you eating butter tastes good, but it it shows up in the way your hair looks. Exactly. So I also recommend two therapeutic essential fatty acids. One is omega-3 fish oil, Mm -hmm. probably about 3,000 milligrams per day. And a very, very important fatty acid called GLA. And that is, that's another essential fatty acid. Mm -hmm. And I usually recommend about 600, maybe even up to 1,200 a day for healthy hair and nails Mm -hmm. for a period of time at least. Yes, that makes a big... To hydrate those cells yes. that we need. Right. So, Katie, what should we take some callers or what do you think? Well, we did have a caller, but it looks like she came off the line. She was asking about the okay. menopause class. So if she calls back or um, if she was wondering when the menopause class is going to be, it's a great question. Um, you can give kind of our offices a call and they'll they'll help you out with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we'll go back to talking about hair thinning, hair loss. Yes. Those kinds of things. Yes. So before break, we were kind of talking, you know, we kind of, you know, posed the question, what's going on biochemically and hormonally, you know, and what 
can we do with our nutrition to kind of reverse hair loss? So that's a really good question. That's a really good topic. So um, Dr. Christiane Northrup, she's actually author of The Wisdom of Menopause. She explains that hair follicles are very sensitive to excess androgen. Yeah, so there are some questions I think we need Mm -hmm. to ask. First of all, what does the term androgen mean? It's a good question. Yep. Where do we make androgens? And what are the negative effects of too many androgens? Yeah, these are good questions because this is probably a word that not a lot of people are familiar with. Or they have a misconception of what it means. Or what it means. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, so androgens from our research, they're they're produced mainly from the adrenal glands. And those are little glands that sit on top of the kidneys. Yes. They're kind of, I always mm-hmm. used to think of them as like the hat of the kidney. Um, <laughs> so androgens are produced mainly from the adrenal glands and the ovaries. Uh, so androgen excess is the most common endocrine disorder of women in the reproductive age. But it can actually also be a problem for menopausal women as well. So, you know, not only do we get androgens from the adrenal glands and we also get androgens from the ovaries, but interestingly enough, we also make androgen from our fat cells. Mm, and I think that's Amazing. an interesting that's one. That interesting. is interesting. And too many androgens can lead to hair loss. Yes. So why do some women in menopause produce more androgens? That's you a know? good question. I bet, you know, some people are sitting back like, why would I have more right. androgens in my system? Well, you know what? It goes back to high sugar, high processed carb diets which create insulin resistance and an excess androgen production. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's what happens. That's and again, you got more fat cells. Mm-hmm. Right. When we're eating a higher carb diet, having right. more insulin circulating, we are going to produce more fat cells, in turn producing more of these androgens in our system. Right. And a full-blown androgen excess problem often results in acne, male pattern hair loss, upper body excess weight, insulin resistance, increased facial hair, and higher cholesterol numbers. That's so a lot. I th- yeah, I think we should, Joanne, I think Say we should kind of go over, go over those, those again. Just, you know, just thinking about. Right. There's a lot know, of issues. Yeah, because we see this a lot. We mm-hmm. see um, acne that appears like, you know, maybe perimetopause, menopause for right. women. Kind of like a hormonal. When Whenever we've researched some acne and how it relates back um, to the hormones, that's a lot of conversation that comes up is also that this androgen production is, you know, essentially affecting our pores um, mm-hmm. in our system and exactly. in our face and even people with their backs and their chest. Yep. Um, right. And it's it's causing acne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And male pattern hair loss. Mm-hmm. We yeah. do see that a lot. And, you know, increased facial hair. Mm-hmm. So and interesting, higher cholesterol numbers. Mm-hmm. And we see that a lot especially in perimenopause and menopause. And menopause years, yes, yeah. and insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. So then the question is, you know, how do we maybe correct this imbalance so we can lose weight, Right. we can stop acne if we're having it, um, and, you know, maybe grow hair on our head and not on our chin. <laughs> you know, maybe some people would like, I have... Well, I, I mean, we laugh, but it's we serious. We laugh, but it's serious. Oh, it serious. Yes, it's very serious. Yes. say that, like, well, I'm, you know, growing it on my chin, but I wish it would stay in my, my scalp. Exactly. So that's, a, that's a, good, a good question. Well, guess what? It doesn't happen overnight. No. no. Which is a lot, a lot of what we talk about takes kind of persistence, right, mm-hmm. with our Time. eating. doesn't happen yeah. overnight. Basically, you know, every day... Day after day, mm-hmm. you need to follow a low sugar hormonal 
balancing eating plan. So you're saying I can't just do this for a week. No. You're right. saying I might have to do this for months. And for you might my, have to do my, it every day, every for my week. life. Yeah. Yes. For the rest of your life. <laughs> so really what we're really yeah. saying is you've got to reduce and eliminate your insulin resistance. The insulin receptors must be free of the coating that is blocking the functioning of the cells, creating the imbalance. And that's really what happens. You get a coating over these insulin receptors. Yes, and it's blocking blocking the message. That's right. You know, so, you know, think about it. Sugar or, you know, processed carbs, and we talk about these all the time, pretzels, chips, um, too much cereal, that, you know, those processed carbs that break down to sugar. So sugar, processed carbs, and trans fats, mm-hmm. those put a coating over your cell receptors so the messages really can't get in. So just kind of, you know, I'm a visual person. <clears throat> so I visualize that, like, you know, all this, you know, the sugar and the, the processed carbs, the trans fats, they're essentially just blocking off the doorways or the receptors. So, you know, when I'm th- when you're saying that, what I'm thinking, oh, somebody is sitting down and they're going to have hamburger and french fries. Mm-hmm. Okay, they can have the hamburger. Sure. <laughs> they got to let, let the bun go. Let the bun go. <laughs> and right. let the french fries go. And let the french right. fries go. You know, and this is a little rabbit trail. Last night, <laughs> me and Thomas had burgers, um, but we, we didn't have the bun. We wrapped them in lettuce. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's yeah. perfectly good. You can that's still, good. we had some grilled onions and some avocado <laughs> slices on there. Yeah, that's right. And it was delicious. So back to the sugar, processed carbs, and trans fats coating our cell receptors. Um, you know, it would almost be as if you put your phone, everyone's beloved cell phone, in a cardboard box in a dead zone. How well is that message going to get received on the phone? No messages would be getting in or out of that phone. That's exactly how insulin resistance um, affects the cells. So good energy can't get into the cells and the imbalances create really kind of a hormonal confusion Mm -hmm. because that hormone is not responding in and out of the cell. That's right. You know, so really what happens is we become someone with a different hormonal makeup. We no longer feel like ourselves. Again, we grow hair where we shouldn't and lose hair where we want it. And, you know, as when we sit down with people, we hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. We know, you know, like they say, you know, I don't feel like myself anymore. Right. Right. I just I'm, feel like a different person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. But and people want to get back to feeling the way they used to feel. Exactly. Feeling normal. So how can we become ourselves again? Often it's as simple as eating the weight and wellness way. Now, sometimes that isn't real simple. Right. Not, not always simple, but it works. So what does that mean? Let's start with alcohol. Yes. So many women, to get hormonal control, they must give up or at least limit their alcohol to once a week. And I see people have a lot of problem with that, especially mm-hmm. in the summer. Especially in the it's summer. It's social season. Mm-hmm. It'd be, mm-hmm. I always tell people to have a glass of club soda with lime. Or some kombucha tea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a wine glass. Those are good options and mm-hmm. no alcohol. Yeah. You well, know, it hear- is a mindset. It is a mindset. It really is. It's a pre-planning mindset. And we know that some people struggle with more of an addiction towards alcohol. Mm-hmm. But we know that others, um, you know, really, is it is it the, the wine or the beer you're craving? Or is it just relaxing and sitting on your deck? You right. know, so maybe just sit on your deck and drink a little bit of kombucha or, you know, LaCroix water, sure. right? So this is a good conversation. We do have to go to break. Um, We'll be right back to keep talking about hair loss, though. Uh, But, you know, for listeners who are joining us, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. 
Next week, the week of June 16th, we have Nutrition for Weight Loss classes starting all over the place. We have them starting in St. Paul. We have them starting in Wyzetta, Maple Grove, North Oaks, and Lakeville. So I'll be teaching in Lakeville. Me and Andrea will be teaching that one. So it'll be a great class. Um, Let me read a comment from a class participant who took the series just last fall. She said, nutritional weight and wellness has changed my life. I feel better like never before. No heartburn, clear skin, virtually no gas. Cravings are gone. And I think my allergies have cleared up. That's that's pretty amazing. Amazing. That's a lot. She said, you know, I've also lost 33 pounds and absolutely loved my consultation with my nutritionist. So really, our classes are fun. They're supportive. And you learn the new science of weight loss. I think a lot of people want to learn the new science of weight loss because the old science is not working. (laughs) The low fat deprivation does not work. work. That isn't working. Oh, boy. So, you know, call 651-699-3438. That's the office line. Or you can go online at weightandwellness.com to sign up. So classes really are filling up, so don't delay. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, another reason your hair may be thinning is that you have a thyroid disease. Mm-hmm. You know, millions of people, mostly women, suffer from thyroid disease. Some many, kind many. of things, something's wrong with their thyroid. Absolutely. Many people have this. And when your body produces too little of the thyroid hormone, you have hypothyroidism. And symptoms include unexplained weight gain. We hear that one. That one we see a lot. Fatigue. Yep. Constipation. Yep. Your hair and nails may become more brittly, and they break easily. So if you're losing hair, we recommend having a thyroid test. So when you go into your mm-hmm. doctor, ask for a total panel. Yes. What does that mean? Well, it means you get the TSH, you get the T4, the T3, and your antibodies. And you may need really a special eating plan and supplement plan to support your thyroid if you've got Something wrong with your thyroid. Mm-hmm. At least you can rule it out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point, that full panel thyroid. Because sometimes they'll just look at the TSH and, you know, that's a good that's a good number. But we mm-hmm. kind of want to see a little bit of a bigger picture. Um, we did have a caller asking about um, why, why is her hair thinning uh, due to chemo treatments? Mm-hmm. So uh, you got the answers there now. We got yeah. a couple answers. One thing that we've seen with clients is you know, well you know one thing when you go on chemo and radiation you kind of lose your appetite a little bit mm-hmm, which would right. you know if you're not eating kind of as joanne you gave that example earlier um if we're not eating we're not going to get enough protein we're right. not going to get enough fat right. chemo is also very stressful to the body so it kind of uh it depletes our nutrients quicker mm-hmm. and we it also does. know that um chemo kind of attacks the rapidly dividing cells um mm-hmm. and what's really interesting is that the hair follicle um, that's an area where there's a lot of rapidly dividing cells. So mm-hmm. people will not grow hair quite as quickly um, because that follicle is being attacked essentially by the chemo. So there's a couple different reasons. You so know, I, th- I think, you know, she probably wants to know, okay, so what do I do? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Yes. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that I was thinking of, of course, making sure that she's eating enough protein. Yep. And sometimes Definitely. it's really... When you're when you're having chemo, you're you have to add some kind of protein powder, like you know a good whey protein powder and some coconut milk mm-hmm. and some fruit, mm-hmm. because you've kind of lost your appetite, and that's one way to get a lot of nutrients. Yes. Sometimes I have people doing actually adding 
a product that's called Ultra Clear Plus. And yes. the reason I do that is that it has a lot of nutrients in it. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And it's a way to get a kind of like a multivitamin yes. in your uh, in your shake. Yes. And you don't right. even, because, you know, if you're, if you've got a little nausea from chemo, mm-hmm. you can't take a multivitamin. No, it's going it, to feel like rocks right. sitting in right. your stomach. So you need to have something that is more mm-hmm. gentle mm-hmm. in a way to get those high levels of nutrients in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, taking some fats like fish oil, if you can, if you can tolerate it, mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. some GLA, which is easier to actually take sometimes. I think that will all help to restore hair that people have maybe lost going through chemo. I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. just getting it, it, getting the nutrients getting back the, in. And, you know, getting in kind of like what you were saying, like shakes or things like that might be easier for people to tolerate if they really aren't having an appetite. Yeah. I know we've yeah. worked with people like that um, in the past. So, yeah, those are some thoughts. Also, L-glutamine is very helpful for chemotherapy. So L-glutamine yes. is an amino acid. Um, so, again, we have it in powder form at the office. So you could even, if anything, shake it in or put it into your... Um, your smoothie, but right. you know, we know it's best taken kind of away from meals. So, um, okay, I think we maybe have that one covered. That's a good. That's a good one. So, so we were talking about maybe eliminating alcohol. Yes, alcohol is a tough one right now. We know that alcohol really does kind of upset the hormonal balance. Um, but yes. here's another one. What about soda? Mm. What do we think about <laughs> soda? Well, we believe it has to go. Soda right. is not a healthy option. Uh, or what? You know, one of the things that I've noticed and mm-hmm. looking at the evaluations for nutrition for weight loss, yeah. a big goal that many, many people in that class has is to get rid of their diet coke. Yes, I have many of See them say, you know, mm-hmm. they're taking, yep. they're drinking six to eight cans of mm-hmm. diet coke a day, mm-hmm. and they are thrilled. Yes, even if it has taken twelve weeks. They are thrilled that they're no longer drinking Diet Coke. Yes. It is huge for their... they've been addicted to it, essentially, Mm -hmm. all of their life. Yeah, I'm working with a client like that right now, and she's just trying to be realistic, and she knows herself, and she's like, the one thing that I want to accomplish this class is, by the end of it, getting rid of my Diet Coke. So she's definitely well on her way. Um, So soda's a no. What about juice? Hmm. What do you think about juice? (laughs) That's so good. Uh, Again, it should be gone. It's really, it's too high in sugar. Um, also, the mochas, you know, the happy hour food and the happy hour drinks. Um, not only are they not good for our body, right? Uh, they're not good for our hair. Nope. I think that might give some people that go to happy hour a reason not to indulge. Yes. I think that's <laughs> right. that's a good point. Sometimes I think we need a, you know, why am I doing this? For some right. people, hair their hair loss and hair thinning is going to be a big motivational factor. So... You know, and we really do understand when you have insulin resistance, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been kind of talking about, yep. is that you are, you're often no doubt really hungry and you crave sugar and you crave bread products. Right, right. You know, clients with type 2 diabetes and insulin resistance often say to me, you know, Dar, you just don't understand my intense cravings. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. they say, yeah, you know, I really want my hair to grow, but it's hard to give up toast and jelly mm-hmm. in the afternoon or my bag of M&Ms or yes. I, my Jello whip. Oh, yeah. There, there's one. Yes. We, <laughs> yep. Yep. I heard that one this week. Or my morning <laughs> mocha or, yeah, my Twizzlers that I always keep in the front pocket of my desk or you yeah. know, whatever it is. So this is what we know about cravings. First of all, they're mean. 
Um, <laughs> you know, they are. Uh, and they're not logical. Nope, they're you know? not logical. No. And they're also not the result of us being weak-willed. You know, so it's like, for people who are having cravings, you know, they it's maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and they see M&Ms on their coworker's desk, and they say, I probably shouldn't eat those. So the logical part of their brain is kicking in and saying, don't eat it. But then the other side of their brain is saying, <laughs> I don't care. Right. right? That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, in order to get rid of our cravings, we need to correct, correct really the balance of foods so we can balance our blood sugar. Um, oatmeal for breakfast, it's not the answer. It's going to give us a kind of... I think of, that's shocking to people. That is shocking. People are surprised about mm-hmm. that. Because we've been told, oh, eat your oatmeal. Um, oatmeal and, and alcohol. Oatmeal and alcohol. Those are some. <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting tough, breakfast. Those are the two things yes. that people have a hard time giving up. Right. Oh yeah. Yes, those are. I agree. Um, but you know, oatmeal. It's it's a lot of carbohydrates, right? So it mm-hmm. brings our blood sugar up, and then what goes up must come down, um, mm-hmm. and then we get cravings. You know, so to balance your blood sugar in the morning, just to start your day off right, uh, you need two eggs and some sausage. Plus some vegetables, maybe you like peppers or mushrooms or sautéed spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe about a tablespoon of good fat such as butter or coconut oil or olive oil. So controlling cravings is all about balancing your body chemistry. Yeah, that's important to remember. It's not about counting calories. So mm-hmm. many times people try to follow the weight and wellness eating plan, and they're coming in thinking, what about the calories? About I the get calories? that question all the time. <laughs> It's not, it's not about the calories. It's about getting the correct nutrients to support your body chemistry and your hair, hair growth. And you have to keep going back to thinking about that. Okay, how is it going to help my hair? How is it going to help yes. my hair? Right. You know, so how can you get your hair back? Um, you know, follow the weight and wellness eating plan like we're talking about. That's a great place to start. And in addition, really for many people, they need to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, excess body fat. We kind of talked about this earlier. So excess body fat acts like a factory producing androgens and producing toxic estrogens. Mm -hmm. So usually people are eating too many processed carbs and those trans fats, and that's really leading to hair loss and other health problems. One of the reasons, because it's making those fat cells produce even more androgen and even the toxic estrogen. So, you know, what comes to mind? (laughs) Have you ever driven by Betty's Betty's Pie Shop up on the North Shore? Sure, of course. (laughs) And have you ever seen an empty parking lot? (laughs) No. 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 So, okay, maybe at 3 a.m. in the morning and Betty is home sleeping. Oh, there you go. So my guess is there's a Betty's pie shop in every state with customers waiting in line. Yes, so this I'm sure. high processed carb eating is just a way of life for many people. Mm-hmm. No. It's what they really live. It seems so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know for sure, but it just seems that many people this is what they live for. Mm-hmm. You is, know, is where that... where they can have their next kind of treat almost. Yes, right. right. Exactly. Yeah, so these are good good topics. We'll keep the conversation about hair loss and hair thinning going if you're just tuning in. Um, but we're listening to you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So if you are experiencing sufficient hair loss that is really troublesome for you, I really recommend making an appointment with one of the nutritionists at Nutritional Weight and Wellness because often it takes some detective work on our part. Um, another reason some women lose their hair is iron deficiency anemia. So maybe you have very heavy periods 
or maybe you aren't eating iron-rich foods such as, you know, things like steak or spinach. Um, so that's what we would help you kind of unravel. So, you know, what are some symptoms of anemia? Um, well, extreme fatigue, uh, weakness, pale skin, headaches, cold hands and feet, um, and hair loss. So if you have any of these symptoms, uh, really a a good test is to get your ferritin level uh, tested. It's a simple blood test, and it usually is needed to diagnose iron deficiency anemia. So, um, yeah, stay tuned, and we'll be right back to talk more about hair loss. Want to bring the great information you hear each week on Dishing Up Nutrition to your workplace? Well, you can. Nutritional Weight and Wellness teaches classes at companies all over the Twin Cities. Whether your office is large or small, they have a class that's right for you. Choose a popular lunch and learn class, such as Foods for Great Energy, Stress Busting Foods, or the Food Mood Connection. Longer classes like Nutrition for Memory and Focus are perfect for wellness days. These fun and formative classes help you make good nutrition choices at work and at home. What happens? when you and your co-workers eat healthier foods. Employees notice increased energy, focus, and stable moods. Employers notice less absenteeism, higher productivity, and improved management of chronic conditions. A healthy workplace leads to healthier, happier employees. Plus, it's easier to make good choices or lose weight with the support of co-workers. To bring nutrition classes to your office, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Father's Day is tomorrow, so let me suggest giving your dad a gift certificate for a class or consultation. I'd like to also take this opportunity to wish my dad in Arizona a happy Father's Day. Oh, good. And my husband, who's up at Lake of the Woods, I don't think he's listening, but (laughs) maybe he will hear it tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, me too. Hi, Dad. My dad always listens. Happy Father's Day. We'll see you tomorrow. So um, prostate health is a very big issue, speaking of men, today for many men. So, you know, six trips to the bathroom every mm-hmm. night is not fun, and I've heard it's that many old. times. <laughs> you know, our nutritionist can teach your dad what foods to eat to reduce inflammation. Mm-hmm. You know, supplements that I recommend for healthy prostate function, that would be omega-3 fish oil. I mean, I think every yeah. person needs to be taking omega-3s. Yes, yes. Ultraprostigen, which is a great supplement for prostate function. Ultraprostigen is a supplement with saw palmento, and a lot of men know that, that mm-hmm. herb. That herb. Mm-hmm. And pumpkin seed, zinc, raw prostate concentrate, and other key nutrients to support prostate health. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have to get up once or twice, but not six not, times. Yes. It reduces that inflammation in the prostate. Absolutely. So are we going to take a couple of callers? Yeah, we have a caller um, before we get back into our conversation. So if you are just joining us, we are talking about hair loss and hair thinning. But Stacy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question for us? I do. Um, my I have a genetic heart condition that requires me to have beta blockers, mm-hmm. and I've and I've been eating so much better, um, lots of vegetables, lots of protein, but I have noticed that my hair is thinning a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I'm only forty, so oh. um, <laughs> so I now that you said that it was a, could be possibly the beta blockers, I I'm wondering what else can I do to deter some of the hair loss? Well, I think one of the things, maybe there are many, many, many different beta blockers mm-hmm. on the market. Uh-huh. And it's some of the older beta blockers that probably are maybe 
causing more of the hair loss. So what I would suggest is go back to your doctor and talk about uh, some of the newer beta blockers that are out because some of them actually reduce the nitric oxide in the blood vessels, which is really beneficial as far as a beta blocker. So it might be that if you go and find one of the newer ones, it'll have less side effects, and that's what they're looking for is to try to find medications that have less side effects. So that's what I would do. Uh, I've had a couple of clients that they've done that and they've actually found one that works better for them with less side effects. Okay. So, you know, you know, otherwise I think what you're doing, you're eating protein, you're eating a lot of good vegetables and you're, you know, you're doing good fats. So you're doing the things that you need to do. And if you're doing that several times a day, Mm -hmm. that's really going to be helpful. Okay. But, All right. you know, go go check, because there's many more options now than there were even, you know, five years ago okay. for beta blockers. Great. Okay. Okay. Thank right. you. Thanks for the call, Stacy. There. Okay. So. Okay. So kind of going back to where we were, we were talking about hair. Mm-hmm. We were talking about hair. We were also talking about Betty's Pie Shop. <laughs> <laughs> and how much trouble people have letting go of that sugar and that high processed carb eating. So I always encourage my clients to eat 12 to 14 ounces of protein daily and mm-hmm. to use two teaspoons to one tablespoon of good fat every meal and mm-hmm. snack. So the low-fat or fat-free products do not support hair growth. No, I think that's a hard one yet for people. Mm-hmm. It's still, people still have a hard time letting go of that low-fat mindset. But, you know, when you go to the store and you want to get a yogurt. Right. They're all low fat. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are all low fat. Yeah. We almost have to go in and you almost have to ask for it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're at Target and sometimes people will get their yogurt at Target or Cub or Rainbow or whatever, um, ask for low fat. Right. Really the only place I get this question, like, where can I actually even find a full fat yogurt? Mm-hmm. You know, they'll carry it at think, places like Whole Foods or your local kind of co-op. Yes. Um, but other than that, most typical grocery stores don't. Well, actually, I can find it usually at Cub when I go there mm. or in a regular grocery store. But I always have to look. You have look. to look for the There's larger like, tub. Yeah. Yes, You can't true. get the small cart. That's right. That's, that's the main thing with mm-hmm. that. So hair follicles need good fat. So you want to include that. But you should avoid the trans fats and the refined oils. That's the French fries. Yes. yes. That's the French fries. <laughs> the French fries <laughs> and the chips. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, so if you're actually uh, looking for a list of what's a good fat, uh, Kristen has listed those on Nutritional Weight and Wellness's Facebook page. So, um, yeah, definitely <clears throat> check that out. If you're looking for great balanced recipes, uh, why don't you order our new Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide at weightandwellness.com or, you know, just swing in and um, Pick it up. we have them in the offices. So. That's right. So androgen excess overlaps with insulin resistance. We're going back to androgens. Yes, back to the androgens. And insulin resistance. And they are both associated with polycystic ovarian syndrome. So, and that's, again, a lot of people have hair loss Mm -hmm. when they have polycystic Polycystic. ovarian syndrome. They do. You know, on a diet high in processed refined carbs, and we've said this before, increases androgen excess and insulin resistance. You know, refined carbs lead to a tendency to excess fat around the waist. So when you feel like you're gaining weight around the middle, you know, insulin resistance, and usually that comes from too much high-carbohydrate, refined-carbohydrate eating. And those fat cells produce more estrogen, bad estrogens, and 
androgen. Androgens. Yeah. Which again cause hair thinning. So it's a very interesting connection. You know, as many as uh, about 5 million women in the U.S. have polycystic ovarian syndrome or, you know, PCOS, as you might have heard it. PCOS often causes things like facial hair to appear. PCOS can cause irregular periods, acne, uh, and cysts on the ovaries. In addition, as you get more facial hair, uh, your scalp thins. Your, the, yeah, the hair on the scalp just starts to fall out, fall but we out. start to see it um, more on, you know, women will say like on their chin. Right. Um, you know, again, a serious condition that monthly support and direction from a weight and wellness nutritionist will help. You know, we really work with a lot of people with PCOS. Oh, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times that that's not diagnosed. No. Right. We actually have them check it out because it sound, we, we pick up the signals. Right. But a lot of times it isn't be until, you know, they're experiencing fertility issues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they say, oh, I've got to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have all these other symptoms going on. Yes. And it's getting them to turn down the amount of carbohydrates that they're eating. And they do have more cravings. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it is not an easy task to do mm-hmm. when you have this this chemistry that's set up in your body. Yes. And that's chemistry has gotten set up because people have been eating the cereals and For years. You know, all those things that produce too much sugar and too much insulin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it's like you said, like it puts that coating right over the cells and suddenly they're not working very mm-hmm. They're confused. Yeah. And that's what we help you do in the office. You know, we help you figure out why you're getting the cravings and how to to stop the cravings and stop that refined eating. So, you know, we had a very nice email from Rosie, and I just I wanted to share this. Here's what Rosie said. I just want to give encouragement to people with varicose veins. Mm, yeah. And I know this is off topic, but it was such an interesting thing. I believe, she says, I believe it's a change in eating habits that led mine disappearing totally on one leg and greatly improving on the other leg. Wow. Wow, you know, that's amazing. I had that one for 40 years. She had a varicose vein on her wow. leg for 40 years. And then she said, now I'm 75 and eating better. This is fun. Isn't that great? That's wow, a great what a good story. story to end the show with. <laughs> that's uh, fantastic. Well, for everyone, if you have any other questions about hair loss or hair thinning, why don't you give our office a call? 651-699-3438. But for now... Um, everyone have a nice Saturday. Happy Father's Happy Day. Happy Father's Day. Father's Day. We'll see ya. Life, I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.